Hello, Robert. Hello, Hugo. How are you? I'm fine. Yourself? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, this is episode three of uh, SVGA. So uh, we're doing all things uh, retro gaming, uh, all stuff, all old stuff, old games, old PC games, especially. And today we have uh, something of a, I don't want to say a gem because it's not, <laughs> it's not a gem. It's something interesting, I'd say. Um, we were just talking before the recording started about the uh, period of the from 1992, maybe 1995. The last game we played, Phantasmagoria, was uh, came out in '95 with all this C- blurry and horrible CGI, and but with some interesting techniques, with some green screening, some. Uh, the inclusion of real actors in uh, CGI uh, environments. But today, we're going really old school. We're going with uh, 2D action platformer. So what did we play uh, for this week, Robert? We we played Biomenace, which actually I think is our first game on this that actually has SVGA graphics. <laughs> I think so, too. I mean, I'm, sh- I'm quite sure Half-Life didn't have SVGA graphics. Uh, <laughs> no. and Neither did uh, Phantasmagoria. So we're really doing it this week. We're deep into the uh, retro gaming uh, uh, period. Um, Biomenus is because I, I think the, the, the thing that is really interesting with Biomenus is not necessarily the game, which is the game isn't bad itself. I mean, it's it's interesting. It's fun in some aspect. I mean, for me, maybe you found it. Ex- Extraordinary, uh, uh, but I think that the interesting f- fact about uh, Biomenus is the the fact that it came out from Apogee Software, and uh, for those that don't know, Apogee was the predecessor to 3D Realms, uh, who made uh, Duke Nukem 3D, who made I mean Apogee did Wolfenstein 3D. It's all those huge influential games from the 90s that defined, uh, for example, first-person shooters. Apogee also did, Commander Keen. Uh, they did a bunch of stuff. And when you look at the list of uh, what they call 3D Realms games, which is basically Apogee that became 3D Realms after that, uh, you see the complete transformation in my mind at least the complete transformation of the uh video game world yes from from uh from the 2d plat- action platformer with uh PC, pc speaker sound to uh, 3d uh, first person shooters to uh something else that's something between the, the both worlds which is a bit weird but Anyway, uh, we won't, of course, we won't go into details into all the games because we will be there until uh, probably the end of next week. Uh, so we'll start small. We'll start with Biomenus. Um, Could you tell us a bit more about the game? Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's a bit of a strange one. It's one I remember um, playing actually as a kid. Uh, you are uh, your Snake Logan. You are a CIA operative um, that was flying reconnaissance over Metro City um, when you get shot down 
and um, find yourself surrounded by um, they aren't aliens they are created by um, Dr. Mangle they're, they're mm-hmm. these weird mutants there's green things there's brain looking things that jump at you there's all sorts of snakes that spit stuff and devils that turn <laughs> into fire it's um it's a it's a it's a 90s action platformer um that is it's it's a kind of thing that you really don't see a lot of anymore yes and uh the funny thing is i don't know what if the fact that the hero's name snake logan is a reference to uh, Snake Pilsen from Escape from New York, uh, which came out in the 80s, but I I had forgotten about the, the real name of the, the character and I named it something like John Danger. Or It's <laughs> it's the most... It's He's so cliched with the mullet, with the mustache. Oh, um, and that's another thing from the, I'd say the 80s, because in the 90s, when you think about FPS, uh, first-person shooters, when you think about first-person shooters characters, of course, you have the Doom guy, which normally doesn't, does he have a face in the first one? Do, do we see his face? I mean, I, we see the, this face in the the, 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 the bar at the, uh, uh, on the screen when you play, there's a the menu bar, action bar or something, and you see his face and, but when you look at, uh, for example, B.J. Blazkowicz from Wolfenstein 3D, a Doom guy, when you look at Duke Nukem, these are all 90s action heroes. They're clean shaven. Uh, the, sorry? They, they got blockheads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The no, but yeah. that's no, no, not really a big locks of hair like Mr. Uh, Mr. Logan here. And, uh, and yeah, he has this... This way of moving, I really looks like uh, once again the '80s action movie hero. He's not the 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 doesn't look like a refrigerator. He looks like more a, a real person, maybe. Yeah. Uh, even if he has a mullet, I mean. <laughs> and, and so yeah, so you move from uh, it, it's really a. The, the the way that you go through levels is really basic. Maybe we could we could say that it's. So there's usually this person, this hostage, who is trapped behind a force field or a laser stuff or laser barrier or something else, and you have to deactivate said barrier. And I think sometimes you also have to deactivate the uh, the force field that prevents you to going f- to the other level. Is that it? Uh, so you, you have to... There's the hostage, and yeah. they have the key to the exit, and it's, you're right, it's usually... The exit is usually, you know, behind some kind of force field, which I mm-hmm. think if you touch it, kills you instantly. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I never actually touched it uh, because it, it didn't seem like a good thing to touch, and health is kind of precious in this game. So, yeah. So I think it's one of the lessons you get from playing video games for that era is that force fields are bad, and uh, I don't think there's exploding barrels in this game, but it's something you get. When you play games to the edge, you see some some stuff that uh, keeps being used from uh, one era to the next. So, like I said, exploding barrels, force fields. Uh, there's some conventions in the video game world where you you cannot go against the convention because this is the player won't know what to do. 
Right. And, like, for, for example, on an elevator platform, you can jump through the bottom to get on it. Yeah. But you can't <laughs> jump through every sort of platform, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And also, uh, you don't take any falling damage in that game. Uh, and I think it's a good thing because there's a bunch of places. It's really, once again, really 90s, uh, where you the, the level design isn't really uh, realistic in no. a sense where it's not a... I mean, today when you play, for example, uh, any really any kind of game except maybe... Uh, well, platformers, but <laughs> when you get an action game, usually when it's in 3D, you uh, move into some realistic looking corridors. Uh, there's some maybe an industrial uh, zone where you go through buildings, et cetera, et cetera. But in that case, uh, and it's also the same thing for uh, Wolfenstein 3D, where the level design is more akin to a maze than a real place. And, right. And so here you can fall down. I mean, you have to fall down. Well, you don't have to, but usually it's quicker. For example, the first level, it's quicker to fall down and to go to the other building than take the, the one or two platforms that you have to take, go down some ladders. Um, I know from our Half-Life discussion that you really love ladders. Oh, but, yes. <laughs> but in I, this case... I want to talk about ladders, so yes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we are, I, I do have some stuff to say about ladders in this game specifically. Um, so yeah, so you, you, it's, like I said, isn't really complex, complicated. Uh, I don't know what will be the, the best word here, but oh. it's... Basically, you go to rooms, you collect stuff, you kill monsters, and eventually you get the the shard or the key or the the whatever else you need to collect in order to free the hostage, and then you go through the exit. Um, of course, the layout changes. Uh, you go from, for example, yeah, you talked about Metro City at the beginning of the game, then it's a construction crust sorry, construction site, there you go. And then it's a forest, and eventually you go into some caves and, and so on and so on. But this is basically the layout of, of the game. Yes, and it's... it's. I, I found it was actually kind of, you know, level to level. The They were interesting, like they weren't... Um, you know, they, they weren't dull or boring or anything. Mm-hmm. They They weren't, it wasn't like... Wow, this is really innovative. But it was, you know, there was enough variation. Uh, the art was decent enough. Although, mm-hmm. uh, as we're talking about, like it came out at the same time as Wolfenstein, so it's like a very, um, it, it's a really fascinating like look at sort of the transition period in in games, especially PC games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, Wolfenstein on the graphics wise wasn't really. The, 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 what was revolutionary in my mind was the the, the 3D space. Yes, but it, it's still all textures on sides of boxes, and it's it's always 90 degrees angles, and it's always you f- you don't fight against 3D uh, enemies. You fight against sprites, which are basically 2D textures on that can spin sometimes in a sort of invisible. Uh, picket or like those like those handheld hockey things that you play yeah. at home on rods yeah exactly some rods so um so anyway yeah the art in 
Biomenus is really um it's okay. I mean, the game was developed, I think, by five per five people. No, really, it wasn't really a, a huge team. I mean, at the time, I think even Doom were, was developed by six or seven people, and that's including the guy in marketing. And that's so uh, today. Uh, of course, you have some five hundred, a thousand people working on a game. You have five people designing like a, a an exploding barrel on the yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So at the time, I mean, I, I can't, I don't really know if we have the number of people working on it, but yeah, it's, it's a small team, really, really small team, uh, developed in a few months. I mean, it took a while to adapt. And that's, that's the interesting, another interesting part. They, they took the graphics engine from Commander Keen and they adapted it to, uh, to be able to play, um, Biomenus, which is completely, I mean, really, really more complex design-wise, I think, than uh, Commander King. Yeah, I, and it's it's an interesting way that you know this is something that that still happens. I mean, the Unreal Engine is probably the best example of that, but it's it's taking something that exists and as sort of a backbone and adapting it to to make something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if this was the the probably wasn't the first time this was done, but it's it's a really smart way of doing things. And uh, another thing I want to talk about is um, when you load the game, and this is uh, first of all, we we technically the game is uh, free. To, I mean, you can get it for free on GOG.com, uh, but it was sold until two thousand. Yeah. And that I don't understand because I mean I can understand wanting to play Wolfenstein 3D. Uh, even that, it's a bit hard to uh, find your way across. It's we're not used to that kind of stuff anymore. I think. No, um, it took me. A, it, it, it's interesting you say that because it took me a while playing this one to actually get into the the, the like headspace of yeah. Finding it, but like it took two or three times to like. Okay, I gotta sit down, and like it's just a different set of skills than than you know modern gaming. Really, uh, it, it's totally different. Yeah, and you have to take into account there's a bit of a, of lag, I think, with the input, or maybe it's the uh, uh, it's the um, uh, emulation. Some, but anyway, so it's it's now free on GOG. It's it was on Steam for a while. I think it it's not there anymore i think anyway so apogee released it in 2000 i don't want to say the wrong date 2005 as freeware so it was uh they asked their fans what game do you want release as freeware and people said biomenace uh, <laughs> i mean Which i don't get it but whatever uh and so but we found it uh, as abandonware which is a Technically, a term used to describe games that are aren't maintained anymore, aren't sold anymore, and that the IP, the intellectual property, has been abandoned, basically. So I think when Apogee released it as freeware in 2005, someone made a software package with the uh, emulator, which is in this case DOSBox, uh, which works really well on my PC, I have to say. Uh, I, I used it on my Mac actually. I didn't even put it on the PC, and it worked fine. Like no, no issues. You sorry, I missed the the, the start of your sentence. Oh, let, let me start that again. Yeah, uh, sure. 
I, I actually played it on my Mac. I, oh, I didn't wow. even okay. need to, to put it on my, my PC and it I, I had no issues at all. So it was there another kind of installer? How did you how did you do it? It uh it, it just there was another option to download for Mac and it, oh, it yeah. still DOSBox, it still loads up, so it, it really it was uh no no must, no fuss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean you can configure the controls, you can uh but the, the funny thing for me was at the start, I don't know if you remember this, there's a a, a help screen. That says if you have any trouble with the game, the game freezes up. You <laughs> must go into the command dot sys file and type this kind of command. And there's a bunch of. I guess it was something like a, a help me or a, something like <laughs> a read me maybe. Uh, and and so t once again, it's so typical of the start of the '90s where you. you the developers will ask you to go into the uh, to edit a file somewhere deep into the the program just to make it work uh, if it if it has any problem today there will be a patch maybe a, a few gigabytes and then uh, okay it's fixed or you have to maybe of course today you have sometimes problem that you have to fix yourself and type some commands into some files, but to have this screen on the opening of the game each time, for me, it's something so 90s. It's it's really funny. It, it really is, yeah. And and like you say, now it would just be you know an automatic update that yeah. probably breaks something else elsewhere. <laughs> or oh, you have to. Uh, I think it's uh, mainly maybe a problem on the uh, uh, more on the PlayStation and Xbox and on PC, but I, I'm not sure. But sometimes for huge triple A games, you have some 40, 50 gigabytes patches. Uh, I don't know what they put in in there. I don't know why it's so huge. Because for me, the game, a, a game larger than 50 gigabytes is starting to be, uh, let's say, problematic, to say the least, for me, at least. Um, yeah, starting to have to get a little choosy in what you uh, keep installed. Yeah, exactly, because, I mean, we're supposed to uh, never run out of space. I mean, hard drive space is cheap, but if you want to go on a solid-state drive, then it's really less cheap, and then you have to choose once again. Uh, but anyway, that's not the topic. I mean, I think the game for... <laughs> I think Biomenus is, what, uh, a megabyte, something like that? Uh, let's, I, let me I, just... It probably fit on one floppy disk. Yeah, uh, it's okay. Well, this is uncompressed with the emulator, but on my PC, it's six point uh, seven megabytes, which is, as today's standards, it's nothing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I you probably couldn't fit the texture of a single item into that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But and I want to bring up an anecdote I have about the uh, because it's it was not the first time I played Biomedis. I played the I think the shower version, and this is this is a, a, a bit of a wild story. Um, <laughs> in 1998, I think 1997, 98, I was oh god, I was 11 or 12, something like that, and my dad went to uh, a computer expo in downtown Montreal. And he, the, the the ticket price was basically five dollars, and you get a coupon for a, a, a you can you could win a computer. 
<laughs> okay. And so it was a, a partnership with a place uh, called Comptoir Informatique, which has closed down for at least 10 years now. But at the time, it was when you, you surely remember the time where you have all these sh uh, computer shops oh, that yeah. could sell you pre-built stuff. And uh, so, yeah, that was one of, of those shops. And so we won. We won the computer. It was a 200 megahertz with uh, 3.5 gigabytes of hard drive space and uh, whooping two megabytes of video memory. So, so <laughs> for the time, it was so bad. And so with the, um, with the sound card came a CD-ROM with the drivers on it. And on that same CD, if you went into DOS and you typed uh, game, was it games, games? I don't, I don't remember. You had access to this folder of about 100 uh, DOS games, really? including Biomenace. Um, I think it was all shareware. But anyway, you have some really strange stuff. You had uh, some more known stuff like Corridor 7. You had some uh, Biomenace. You had Alien Carnage, which oh, is yeah. uh, the same developer as Biomenace. And you had a bunch of stuff, Oculus Pocus, which is also another 2D platformer uh, that made by uh, Apogee, which is pretty good, too. And, and so, yeah, so that was this weird stuff, weird folder of games that you couldn't, could not really, I remember trying to close the DOS session and clicking on the, it was a, in a window on the, the, the desk, uh, God damn it, I'm missing the word here. But anyway, it was, so I tried to, to click the X at the top right of the, the, the screen of the window and it just froze Windows 95, 98. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I so find out about this folder. I'm curious. Uh, I think my dad found it, and I have no idea how he did. But yeah, um, there was this folder called Games, and yeah, we spent a few hours on this, and it was already in '98 um, old stuff. And I mean, '98 was the year of Free Space, I think, an excellent uh, sci-fi uh, simulator. And so there was, I mean, 98 was the year of life. Uh, wow. And so, yeah, so I don't know. It was just bizarre to think that, oh, there's some space left on the CD-ROM for, <laughs> on the CD for the uh, audio driver. Oh, we're going to put some dust shareware's on this. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Different time. Yeah, different time. We, they don't do that anymore. They don't even, I mean, I bought a, I bought a graphics card a few weeks back. And uh, I mean, I remember also the time where you bought a graphics card and it came with a game. Yeah. Uh, and that's how I got Morrowind, by the way. That's uh, the. Uh, that's how I got Morrowind as well. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, Robert, there's another. Point I want to talk about. Um, I have to confess, I didn't get very far in the game. I went uh, all the way to level four, I think. And that's because the game is quite difficult. I didn't remember how difficult it was. I think that when I played it as a shareware version, 
I maybe got through level one or and maybe two, but no farther. Uh, but yeah, so it's not an easy game. No, it's not. Um, and it's funny you say, like, in the, the shareware version, you didn't think you got very far because playing it, I, I made it the farthest I've ever made it. And it was like, after level two, after the park, I uh, I didn't recognize anything. So, <laughs> yeah, it was all new to me. And but it, it's a difficult game. I played it on easy. I, I don't know about yeah. you. Yeah, me too. I think easy, it's only giving you more health points, maybe? I, I think so, yeah. Which are necessary, because health is difficult to find. Yeah. So you have these uh, these med, med packs that you can find uh, somewhere, sometimes around the level, and there's also extra lives you can get. Uh, because, yeah, it's a game with extra lives. It's also a game where you can collect stuff just to get points. Uh, I, mean, yes, I, I think if you hit a, st I don't know what the point total is, but every time you hit a million or whatever, you you get another oh. life. Okay, but uh, because I know if you get, you can also collect gems, and if if you get what something like fifty gems, you get an, an extra life too. But this is kind of playing Wolfenstein 3D and getting points, and ooh, I'm getting points. It's <laughs> maybe it was. It, I mean, it's this is dealing going back to the. Uh, arcade era when the point of the game was getting points, but now it's I mean for that even for Biomenace, even for the, the early computer games that point I, in my mind was well you got through the game you you've beat in the game, but no so you, there's still this this stuff uh, from a, an even older era of the gaming and th that's. Just getting this stuff to oh I'm I got hundred points. It's <laughs> <laughs> and the, the the thing is is that you to get this stuff that gives you points, you usually have to open doors, uh, doors that need keys that you have to collect too, and you never know what's gonna be behind the door. I mean you can guess if you've played it enough times, yes. and I don't and I don't think it's randomized at all. Um, but yeah, if you've never played it, or if you haven't played it in 20 years, uh, you have to, okay, I'm opening this door. Oh, I need another key. Where's the key? And yeah, oh, God, it's... sometimes you need, you're, you're going to find behind those doors shards or, or whatever to turn off a force field. But sometimes yeah. you're just going to find a, a little book or something worth 500 points. And uh, once again, points, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mind needing to collect keys to open doors. That's just logical. But it's the... I don't know if the developers really wanted to make it a hard game or if that was just the way it was in the 90s. Right. I, because... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I, I was going to say, I, I, I think it's just kind of the way things were. Yeah, but it's it wasn't a game that you needed to put coins in to continue playing. I mean, I understand maybe for Battle Toads, for example, when you played on the arcade, yeah, you made or Contra, uh, you make a difficult game because while well, Contra was on the NES, but you make a difficult game because you don't have much stuff to put in the game because you have to put the game out fast or you're limited in terms of space. And maybe it's the same thing for Biomenace because, well, 
if the game was sold on on 3.5 inches floppies you cannot put more than uh, maybe a one and a half megabyte of stuff on the floppy um and you won't sell a game with 20 floppies in it that would be just absurd uh so Maybe it was the way for the developers to extend, because I, I've played the game for maybe two to three hours, and it took takes a while to get through a level if you don't know what you're doing. It it really does, and especially like I was saying earlier, it it also uses sort of a different set of skills that yeah that just don't use anymore, especially on a keyboard doing the 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 jumping and the crouching and. All that, yeah. all that side-scrolling platformer with a keyboard was uh, just a skill. I, it turns out I don't really have anymore. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think now is the time to talk about ladders. <laughs> yes. Maybe we, we could have a ladder segment in each game and decide. I mean, there was a ladder in Phantasmagoria, I think so, when you had to go into the yes. cave to get the... And <laughs> Maybe we could have the ladder segment with a special musical team or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's a bunch really... Well, it, there's a lot of verticality in the game. I think we can uh, agree on that. Yes. And in the at least the first two levels, there's a bunch of ladders where you have to go up and down, get some uh, items and so on. And sometimes the way I think the AI is programmed for the monsters the monster is going to see you coming up and it's going to go towards you. And that, but you're still on the ladder and you, to get off, you have to, you cannot just go up and then he's got your, your character will automatically get off the ladder. Like in a normal, well, normal in a modern game. So you have to jump off. Maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe I'm just not good at the game. I had uh, the same issue, and you have to jump, and you have to be aiming in the right direction, and not jump too far to the side so you don't run into them, and then shoot. It's a it's a whole yeah. And if the enemy is on you and is giving you well, is uh, and you're getting hit, and so you get damaged and you lose some health points, and you have to move away to from the enemy in order to shoot him because you cannot shoot at point blank range. And it's all these, I don't know if it was, uh, once again, intentional. I don't think so. I think they, they did what they could with the tools that they had. But it's frustrating. It's hard. And it's not hard in a way that, OK, you have to get good. And, I mean, I, I, I suck at Dark Souls, I have to admit. Uh, but it's mostly because I'm not used to a controller to do some 3D gaming. But anyway, I, I feel like Dark Souls, you can eventually master the reflexes, the time that you have to press the button and so on. I think in Biomenus, you cannot master, up, master it up to a point where you won't take damage or you won't be attacked. Uh, and you, uh, at point blank range, and you have to move out, and so on and so on. I think it's inherent to the game that it's, it's I don't want to say flawed, but it, it feels like it's lacking polish. A little bit. And and some of them, like, um, you know, those rockets that hop at you like a, a grasshopper? Oh, God, yes. Uh. <laughs> you can't shoot them. You have to either hit them with a grenade or if you find the yeah. power up of the plasma. So they're 
and and they jump at you and it's they are difficult to dodge it's yeah anytime i did dodge them it was it wasn't really skill it was usually luck <laughs> and also these uh, devils that turn into fire to move around and i don't I, I couldn't figure out when you can shoot them i was just i mean you cannot shoot when they, they turn into fire but I usually just empty my magazine into them and hope for the best and That's... it's yes sorry go ahead oh yeah it's just a lot of hoping for the best yeah. Some that, some bullets you seem to be able to travel off the screen like that the plasma upgrade, but other hmm. just your regular machine gun didn't seem to have a full range. So it's yeah. it's interesting. Oh, and there's also the the fact that the enemies will see you from outside the screen, but you won't be able to to shoot them if they shoot you for uh, when you cannot see them. So it's all these <laughs> frustrating stuff. Uh, it's oh god! Uh, I, I think I I'll never be able to get through it entirely to go to the end of the game and just beat it because it's it's so it's not I don't want to say it's a bad game it's just frustrating and hard and you see once again you see the limitation of the systems that they had at their disposal at the time but it's oh god it's so. <laughs> it, it really is and it's it's the kind of thing that i could see myself getting good enough at that i i maybe could beat it if i yeah. really put my mind to it but the the sort of motivation to do that it, it's just not there because it's it, it's fun and it's enjoyable and i'll probably open it you know occasionally but mm -hmm. it, it's not the kind of thing that like i i didn't you know like oh i'm gonna go play bio menace tonight kind of thing it's like, it it was it it's it's fun but it's not like something that it it was i was playing more out of nostalgia and yeah. wanting to to sort of you know go back to that sort of kind of game but it wasn't it it didn't once i started draw me back in the way that like it, it doesn't really stand on its own anymore i don't think yeah. i think it's a very raw experience that it's not, I talk about unrefined before. I think it's the same thing. It's just, and if you want to play a 2D action platformer, you can't go for Duke Nukem 1 or 2 or even Hocus Pocus, which were made all by the same company. So you have some large, there's a large array of choices here. It's not that you're limited to one game. So I, I don't see. I talked about before. I was surprised that the, the the gamers chose to have Apogee release Biomenace as freeware in 2005, because I don't see the appeal. Personally, I don't see the appeal to the. Oh, I really want to go with, like you said, Biomenace. Don't wait for me, honey. Tonight yeah. I'm playing <laughs> a video game until uh, the, the early morning, and it's going to be Biomenace. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can see myself playing a video game all night. I, I did it uh, already a few, uh, two or three times with uh, Hearts of Iron 4, uh, for example, and with uh, Alpha Centauri before, but it's not, it's not going to be... I mean, like, like, like we said before, I think we really want to hammer at this point, it's not a bad game. 
it's just not extremely good no it it's it's kind of a mid-level entry into the sort of shooter platformer kind of yeah. genre and it's 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 fine for what it is but it's not like a standout generation defining game yeah. it's just it 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 exists and it's it's okay there's nothing and i think it, about it, but it's also just it doesn't have that sort of zing to really stand up the test of time and i think maybe it's uh, part of the blame can be assigned to mr uh, john danger with the with the mullet because i mean with with duke nukem you had there was explosions everywhere even with the uh, the first and uh, the first two games uh, before the the 3d stuff and so on uh, you had some explosions everywhere you, in the second you can drive a, a ship there was really really all this over the top action that defined the character uh, with jazz jack rabbit for example another platformer well the character is a rabbit uh, for the for starter that's even more interesting than a guy with a mullet uh if, <laughs> if with hocus pocus it was you were a magician so they, there's not this this little something that oh i'm interested in this character is, is there will there be any personal growth or uh, no. and so I, i'm not i do not really want to know what happened to snake logan after biomenace and maybe that's why there never was in a, a sequel um maybe also it's because well doom came out and apogee said oh god we it's over with the two <laughs> d platformers i mean they they continued to i think for at least a year they did another uh i lost the the, the list of games here but anyway um i think they continue at least for a year to put out some uh some games uh, as two d platformers but still it's you you knew that the time was up. You knew. I mean, they did Wolfenstein 3D before, and so there was a, this complete revolution for gamers, and the attention was only well, more and more focusing on Doom. And they tried to to keep up with uh, with the software with uh, Rise of the Triads, but when that came out, Quake was already out, I think, and so uh, and Doom 2 was out too, of course. So the, the 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 idea was just well they failed behind, and I think it's really with uh, Duke Nukem 3D that they uh, no Quake wasn't out sorry but yeah Doom 2 was out so Rise of the Triads was based in part on the uh, the Wolf 3D engine I think or Doom engine anyway I'm just mumbling around renting <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it, it it's clearly a game that is kind of like the maybe not the last example i I don't i think that's going too far but it's it's pc gaming had moved on or was in the process of moving on and it the the platformer wasn't where shooters were going Mm -hmm. because you had all these I mean, graphics cards were becoming more and more available. You had, uh, you now had sound cards, uh, and also all this. I mean, the, the music is isn't bad in Biomance. It's okay, serviceable, uh, but yeah. So you had all this high tech, and I'm doing some air quotes here, 
higher tech stuff coming out and being you were able to afford it and put it in your home PC. And so why would you want to play? I mean, I was playing, of course, it's 25 years later, but I was playing Biomenus and I was thinking, okay, and now I'm playing Biomenus with a mechanical keyboard on a 27 inch 4K screen. And I just <laughs> bought a GeForce 2060 and I'm playing Biomenus and <laughs> with, with PC speaker sound and, so, like I said, of course, now it's silly, but at the time, maybe, I mean, if you play Doom, why would you go back to play Biomenace? That's, that's, that's the point I want to make. Yeah, it, it kind of, it's, it, it's like we're saying, it, 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 it's fine, but it's the, the world was moving on. Yeah. Maybe if it came out in 91, it would have made a bigger splash. Um, but yeah, yeah, 93, I think it was really too late for, for the genre. Um, still, if you want to play it, it's on GOG. Uh, and it's, again, in Abandonware. I think we're going to put up the link. I don't think it's illegal. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's free. It's not like you're pirating some stuff. Uh, if you want to play it, if you want to try it, it's, once again, it's $0. So if you have a few minutes to spare, if you want, if you're nostalgic, maybe of the uh, of that era, uh, <laughs> it's it's a perfectly fine game. Yeah, yeah, sure, it's it's fine. I mean, just yeah, it's fine. It's, it's... Exactly. <laughs> it's it's the the main theme song is one that that over the years has occasionally popped into my head, and and every time I was like, where where's this like this song coming from? But um, other than that, it was you know it's 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 a nostalgia trip. You're you're stepping yeah. back into time that it really doesn't exist anymore. I mean, I think that's the the objective of this podcast. So, so. there you go. <laughs> there you have it, uh, Robert. Thanks a lot for being there once again for this third episode of SVGA, and for the people listening. Uh, of course, thank you. Uh, a huge thank you for being there also. You can uh, listen to the other two episodes on uh, pf.ca. We're also on about every platform that exists, uh, YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, and uh, we're also on Patreon. If you want to uh, give us a hand, a little, uh, few dollars maybe, we're doing, uh, you can also vote on the next game. We'll give you some choices and you could, uh, will be a, a vote. So I think that's it. So thank you again. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Always a pleasure. Thank you. And uh, bye everyone.